0: Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White for Arden Roof Systems. There's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come out. Hello! Boom, boom,
1: boom, boom. Come on! Bang, bang, bang,
0: bang. Here we go.
2: Every day, there's, like, Stone's news. Yeah. They're in the news a ton. Doing do- all the press right now for their new record. Yeah, they're really, really... Do- I don't remember them being this active in the past.
0: Mm.
2: They're out there now. Maybe they see the end. Yeah, <laughs> sell some albums. <laughs> the end is in sight. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's a new track out there worth listening to. It's um, the Stones with Lady Gaga and Stevie Wonder. That's a decent track actually. Mm-hmm. If you're a big baseball fan, they released a special edition vinyl. Yeah, that includes the Blue Jays. Very cool. Um, that's that's cool. Mick Jagger just recently said that he was going to leave all his money to charity i'm guessing his kids probably are a little concerned about that yeah yeah there's always a point where rich rich people get old and then they start to lose their mind and then they go i'm gonna
0: give all my money to the
3: sbca yeah yeah Yeah. i love my cat And giving them 500 million dollars yeah um, My kids are getting nothing. Yeah, and then
2: and and I love Keith Richards how honest he is. <laughs> Recently made a comment
3: about was it Metallica and Black? Me, yeah, he said millions of people love Metallica and Black Sabbath. I just thought they were jokes. <laughs> I thought it was a really good joke. You guys,
2: you really pulled one over, eh? <laughs> He's funny. Uh, anyway, we'll kick off the show with some stones this morning. Win Jimmy's cash seven fifteen. Give me another chance at that. All right. We've only given away 1500 we've only given away 1500 yeah, bucks so come far. On. The locker room. This is a crazy story. Mm-hmm. So this guy, he's in the military and he's going to work every day in the truck and he's drinking his coffee and he's like there's something wrong with this coffee. Yeah, this
3: was in Arizona.
2: Yeah, and it just it didn't taste good. Coffee was off.
3: Something was wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. So he um yeah, I think the first thing he
2: did was he took chemical strips and tested the water mm-hmm. in the coffee machine. And it came back like it was, there's something in the water, right? Yeah. Like he's, he's using pool strips to like test the, 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 I don't know the acidity, the alcohol, whatever it mm-hmm. is you use pool strips for. Uh,
0: it's usually it's usually the uh, chlorine. Oh, content. good, we've
2: got a we got <laughs> a, <laughs> a, a pool co- <laughs> our pool guy. It's,
3: it's the chlorine content.
2: <laughs> Thank you very much. It shows a whole
3: bunch of other stuff. <laughs> yeah, too. And bacteria. bacteria. There's all sorts of different strips you can get. <laughs> Why didn't I just go to you first? <laughs> I've
0: tested pool water before. <laughs> what?
3: When? Why? In what
0: you century?
3: Can,
0: <laughs> well, like in where? Tabor. Uh, for they, what? Oh, you were a pool because guy they, in Tabor. Not specifically pool water, but it's just water in general because they do filter systems. In- oh, his White's Plumbing. Oh, the White's oh, plumber. I- white Plumber today, by the way. <sighs>
2: Alright, so we always just think of you as a corn farmer. Yeah. Okay. I've never... Uh. So anyway. So this guy finally, he can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. So he puts cameras up in his kitchen. So something's going on. So he catches his wife putting bleach in the coffee mix. <laughs> She's trying to kill him. <laughs> this is not something that should be funny. But but it's That's crazy. And I got thinking about this. And we're going to turn this into a topic. Do you think your significant other is trying to kill you? 780-989-0957. You know what? This might make better phone calls. Mhm. You can always call us, okay? Tell or, us the story. Or if you've got a quick story that you can text in, I'd love to hear it. But I bet, and listen, I know the numbers aren't high, but let's let's just take a hundred married women in the Edmonton area, randomly okay. walk around the city. Hey, are you married? Yes. Okay. Can you go stand over there? And out of those hundred, what do you think? We'll go around the horn. How many of them are actively
3: trying to kill their husbands? I'd say at least five. I was going to say maybe less than a handful. Five or less. The funny thing is we actually think that there's a handful of people trying to kill him. <laughs> well, <laughs> some, you, of them, some of them might actually listen to this show. Think about a hundred random dudes from Edmonton. How many do you think? There's significant other would you, you, you know, would you maybe put a little bleach in their coffee? <laughs> And think about spending every day, all day, with them. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs> if you could expediate this process <laughs> and put them in the ground a little bit earlier, you could really start to live your life. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And again, you can be anonymous as well. Yeah. Do you th- do you think your significant other is trying to kill, you, or are, are you actively spe- trying to, <laughs> kill to kill your you. significant? Let us know. <laughs> we
0: Give your name over. Locker room topic of the day.
2: Do you think your significant other is trying to kill you? We heard from Rob the Dick. You've heard us talk about Rob the Dick before, mm-hmm. and um, he was suggesting that he thinks at times she might be, and I I, I set his mind at ease and yeah. responded with, I can guarantee you that <laughs> she, she's trying to kill she's you. She's trying to kill you, Rob. Yeah, no, yeah, there's no. no
3: doubt about that. Um, <laughs> Uber Orin You're welcome, (laughs) Rob. Uber Oren said, uh, yeah, I'm diabetic, and my wife just bought 10 boxes of Girl Guide cookies, so (laughs) she is trying to kill me. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) That seems very deliberate.
0: (laughs) The locker room topic of the day.
2: Do you think your significant other
3: is trying to kill you? Well, Shannon... He said, um, I think my girlfriend is trying to kill me with her awesome cookie, and she's making me really fat, and I might have a heart attack. That's one strategy. That's the long game there, right? That that is. Generally, it is a long game, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do it too quick. That raises a suspicion. So, (laughs) Um, And then uh, this one's kind of funny. Ryan McQueen, he has the jet car. Yeah. And uh, so he's at this jet, jet car. It's incredible. It's insane. And he goes, my wife went from adamantly wanting to hire a driver to race it to telling me to go ahead and drive it myself. Oh, dude. She's trying to kill you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the locker room topic of the day.
2: Do you think your significant oh. other is trying to kill you? Now, Carol, you sent us a text. You're not necessarily admitting to attempting to kill your husband. But oh, you no. you did provide some... Information. Some very detailed information on how to go about it, though.
0: Well, you know, as older ladies watch murder shows and learn. And, you know, arsenic is probably the best way to go in microdoses.
2: Okay. Can't be Can you taste it? Or does does uh, your husband if, if taste it?
0: If you're doing microdoses, this is to all my sisters out there, if, this, if you're doing microdoses, you won't be able to taste it. And arsenic typically tastes like almonds anyways. So you just throw it in a cookie and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little pinch here and there at a time. Nothing significant. It is a heavy metal. So if you if you do it little bits at a time over a period of years, the heart just can't take it. And heart failure is imminent.
3: Legally, I'm not sure we're allowed to play this. You're <laughs> <laughs> just telling people how to kill people.
0: Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're going to lose,
2: please. We got Jay on the phone with us. Jay, where do you work, bud? Yeah. Where do you work? I uh, work construction. Okay. So when you first got through and that initial... Sort of judgment that I had of you was positive, and then we started to <laughs> take down some of your information, and you were unaware of your phone number, your email address, your <laughs> date of birth.
0: <laughs> so, How to
2: spell your last it's just name? Uh, it's okay. just all right, all right. And that, then I started to be wildly concerned for your chances to win five hundred dollars cash and answer five uh, questions in twenty-five seconds. But listen. Just because you don't know your own personal information doesn't mean that you're
3: not... (laughs) Yeah, we're not asking questions about Jay. Yeah. That's That's a good
2: point. Are you related to Jimmy Are you from Tabor? Yeah. Uh, No, I don't think so. Uh, Okay, so here's the deal. 25 seconds, five questions. They'll be uh, asked to you by Grant Johnson. If you get all five within the time period, yesterday the guy was like two seconds off and missed out on $500 Mm -hmm. cash. You will walk away, Jay, with five... $500 cash. Woo! All right. Everybody ready? Let's do it. <clears throat> Grant, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. Jay, are you ready? I'm uh, ready. All right. Here we go. Three,
3: two, one. What car was used to travel through time and back to the future? Uh... That's... When you win a race in motor racing, you get what flag? Uh... Um. Uh, Tigger from Winnie the Pooh is what kind of animal? A tiger. What dish is made with fries, cheese, and gravy? Poutine. What's the name of Han Solo's ship?
1: The Millennium Falcon. What?
3: Yeah. You got those, just didn't get the first two. DeLorean? DeLorean and uh, DeLorean. the checkered flag.
2: Checkered flag for yeah. the motorists. Of course it was
0: a checkered flag. All right.
2: <laughs> Good try. That was fun. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm talking about. Say bye-bye to my bucks, baby. <laughs> Better I, luck next
2: time. I had my finger over the loser
0: ID. <laughs> <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson.
3: So one of the things that we talk about on this show quite a bit is dog versus cat owners and i'll be honest we have a bit of a bias towards dogs on this show all three of us are are dog people so when there's a study that is for cats i do feel like okay maybe i should share it and give them this so a new study from the university of texas says that people with cats are smarter than people who own dogs Hmm. they said dog lovers are loyal kind and team players but if you have a cat, you're probably smarter than other people. Also, probably more single. And if you're a single guy with a cat, you cry a lot. And you post selfies on the internet. I think part of it is if you have a cat, you become smarter because you're always trying to survive your cat's attempt on your life. The cat's trying to kill you. You got to survive that. So there you go, cat lovers. Even though your house smells like litter, your cat hates you, and you might be sensitive, at least you're smarter than everyone. There you go. Well done. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Shunt Merchandise, the only place in Canada and possibly the world to buy a Shunt Off t-shirt. Text us now for the link to shop. The Locker Room. You saw this headline, right, Grant?
2: Because yeah. I, I think you sent this no, to I me. No, I did
3: send this to you because I know your thoughts on, on teachers and everything. So I thought, so okay, I better send that to Locke. Um, teachers across Canada are reporting a rise in student violence and harassment. Um, so 92%. This was Nova Scotia. Oh, I, um, it was I across- misunderstood this. I thought that. Teachers were starting to fight back.
0: <laughs>
3: no, no. <laughs> I was going to say it's about time.
0: <laughs> yeah, they haven't taken your advice yet.
3: <laughs> no, uh, but they said a oh, number it's of... violence uh, with the kids. Yeah, a number of... Oh, okay. Towards the teachers. It's not against uh, the kids. <laughs> a number oh. of surveys across the country saying um, there's a spike in violent behavior and an increase in, in harassment towards teachers and staff at the schools. Um, they said the system's suffering from chronic underfunding, under resourcing, understaffing, and uh, everything else. And I Man, think it also starts at home, too. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think I'm not
2: using this as an excuse because I don't think there's an excuse for violence against teachers. But um, I think the difficulties that we had through COVID. Through the through the lockdown are are impacting teachers probably more so than than others because mm-hmm. I think there was a lack of socialization and maybe yeah, some issues. Could have an impact for sure. And I think I think the teachers now are kind of in the middle of dealing
0: with that, mm-hmm. right? Um, but also the thing is is sometimes uh, teachers. Hands are tied. You can't fail kids. You can't give them bad. You can't, you know, give them a zero on an assignment,
3: stuff like I that. You're thinking that's I making them violent. I don't think <laughs> no. That, but it's <laughs> just say, the kids. Like uh, I don't know. Like, you so, have it's, failed it's, me. I'm going to beat this. Sh- <laughs> no. The, like the thing, story. The thing there's is a story from odd or from Ontario. Twelve a twelve year old student had to be tasered. He's in elementary school and he was attacking three staff members and they had to taser a twelve year old. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Well, and and I think a lot of it is
2: the complete lack of funding, the lack of resources, the
3: right. You've got teachers. Well, the fights that I see at like schools now are Crazy, you look at yeah. Instagram and you're like Edmonton schools, and they're having these like 100 person brawls outside of the schools, and they're using weapons, and yeah. it's like six on one, and it's it's nuts, it's brutal, uh, pretty terrifying as a parent. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, you don't want to w- raise weird kids, but you're kind of like, do I own school <laughs> 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 Well, I think we need to do a better job of. Providing parenting and well, then providing. N-
2: well, yeah. uh, the parenting, that goes without saying, um, but I think we need to give teachers more resources and, and, and tasers. Save the, save the text about your hatred for teachers. I, yeah. I'll, I'll say we always this. Get those. I'll, uh, yeah, I don't understand that. I don't, I've never been able to wrap my ha- head around the hatred for teachers Because they get a nurse? couple of months
3: off in the summer. People that just makes, get mad at them. N- no,
2: give them all the money. <laughs> give them all the
0: money because
2: I don't want to do that do job. Do you want to bitch about teachers uh, yeah. right now? Here's a, here's a test a for you. Go sit in front of a a, a classroom full of 30 plus 12 year olds or 13 year olds the worst human beings on the planet Yeah, they're they're, they're awful they're, i mean i remember when i was 12 13 i was a raging shithead <laughs> like a, i like i would have killed myself mm-hmm. like go like if you've got the wiring to teach that like or control that you are a special human being and you need all the money All the money. I don't get, like, and I, again, I just, I don't get it. And I don't have any teachers in my family. Mm -hmm. Like, my my wife's father was a teacher, and he died from stress. Stress. Legitimately, he said, for years, this is going to kill me. This job is going to kill me. Before he died, he looked his daughter in the eye, my wife, and said, promise me, never become a teacher. He had brain cancer, and it killed him at 47 years of age. Swear to God, he mm-hmm. looked her right in the eye and said, gonna, You need to prom- sit down, promise me right now, you'll never become a teacher. Oh, wow. That was from somebody who dedicated his life to raising, like teaching kids. Mm-hmm. Told his kids, never do this. This will kill you. Yeah. Like and I, so I've never understood the hatred for 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 teachers. I like,
3: know people get so mad at get, oh, teachers. I don't get it. It <laughs> makes no like sense said, to me. I don't want to do that job. Me I don't think you want Jimmy doesn't want to do that job.
2: At the front end of this, we were joking. Like I legit thought the teachers were starting to turn on kids. Yeah. That I thought that, that I misread the headline, <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, that <laughs> you were okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, they're fighting
3: back. <laughs> Which I shouldn't say. Might be the only way. Yeah. The Locker Room, only on Cruise.
2: Is this a travel magazine, Grant? Something like yeah. that, right?
3: Um, so it's the, the CN Traveler, I believe it was called. Um, so they ranked the friendliest cities in the world. And this was fan voting. So readers of the magazine um, got to vote on the friendliest cities in the world. Um, so we did well in Canada. Yeah. And we did well in Edmonton. Yeah. Do you want me to run through the top ten quickly and get to the number? I'm trying to
2: like while we're doing this. I'm trying to remove my cynicism (laughs)
3: because everyone will say this about their own city they live in a lot of times. Unless you're from Winnipeg, then you think it's the greatest city on earth. (laughs) Uh, But like I I was even I remember being in London, England, and people were like, "Why would you come here? What What are you doing?" I'm like, "This is one of the best cities in the world." So people do that with every city. Okay. Okay. uh, Number ten. Listen,
2: I I don't hate Edmonton. I just I find it odd that were on the list uh, friendliest cities in the world. Uh, number they- 10 was Mexico City. Then... I've Carter- never been to Mexico City, so I wouldn't know. No, I've been to
3: Mexico, but not Mexico City. It I've seems met like it's lots of Mexicans, and they, they, they're always nice. It's becoming more of a tourist place to go to Mexico City. Okay. Cartagena, Colombia, number nine. Okay. Um, number eight, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Don't you get robbed there when you go there? <laughs> it's a crime really bad. I, I do believe, um, though, that um, Rio is supposed to be beautiful. Oh, yeah. um the, at the Olympics there a couple of years. Yeah. Well, and there was a lot more of warnings about the crime when you went there. Yeah. Um uh, number 7 Izmir, Turkey. Uh it's Turkey's third largest city. They said uh it's very friendly. Polite. Very okay. Uh 6. I'm saying all these wrong. Uh Malaga, Spain. Uh, Mediterranean yeah, it, city there. I think you are saying that one, but I can't correct uh, you. Number 5,
2: Quebec City. I've heard Spain they don't like tourists. So yeah. that's that's odd. Interesting. That, that um that yeah they are they're sort of anti-tourism. Number 5 was
3: Quebec City. Um, yeah, that's wrong. Right. That's totally <laughs> wrong.
0: Because <laughs> I've been to Quebec, not necessarily Quebec City, but if you don't speak French, they're rude as hell to you. Yeah. I've been to Quebec so many times. Like, if you're a tourist, you go there and you don't speak French, See, okay, they won't fine. give you an English le- uh, English menu. They're- but I'm... <sighs>
2: They're on the list. The, the, the reason I find this odd is that we're on, this is a list of the friendliest cities yep. in the world. So, I mean, we have our opinions about Eastern You have a Eastern strong Canada. bias
3: against Quebec. Yeah,
2: but, it's, but, right.
3: they're, but
0: it's just if yeah. you don't speak French,
3: Go to France rude. and do that. They're rude there too, yeah. Well, f- there's no French cities uh, on this. Number four makes sense to me. Because everyone's drunk, Dublin, yeah. Ireland. That one was the one where uh, I was like, "Yeah, you know, Irish people heard, are friendly."
2: I've heard Irish people are wildly friendly, yeah. and they're, they're, they they love tourists sense.
3: and everything. Yeah. Number three was Victoria. Um, you know, uh, they old and friendly. Hippies. I've,
0: I've I've been to Victoria a number of times, and this is they were friendly. Just,
3: this whole article is just Jimmy's personal experiences. <laughs> <laughs> he said, traveling with the basketball team. <laughs> yeah, traveling with the little person, the, the basketball. Little person basketball team across Canada. <laughs> yeah. Then number two was Edmonton. So we are the second right. friendliest city in the world, apparently. that's I. Um, you know
2: what? Maybe we should own
3: it. Uh, yeah, they said the festivals. The uh, um, I think first wise. I think we might be, um, but to each other, maybe not. And then number one was Calgary. No, they weren't driving on the white mud. They're saying Calgary <laughs> is the friendliest city and. Calgary has a really good reputation worldwide. Yeah, like people talk about highly about Calgary. When I
0: used to go to the the Stampede, there um, everybody was friendly,
3: drunk.
2: (laughs) Everyone's drunk for the Stampede. Start
0: drinking pancake breakfast.
2: Everyone gets that was back
3: when I wasn't drinking. I was gonna say Jimmy was there preaching on the street corners. He was not (laughs) drinking at the pancake breakfast. Well, there you go. And again, like I said,
2: trying to remove the cynicism from it. Uh, A little hard with Jimmy in the room, but um, (laughs) we live in the second friendliest place in In, the world. In the world, Well done. There you go. And we'll give we'll give Calgary a little. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. there.
3: On the leading edge of fried chicken innovation, and on a mission to figure out the eleven spices in the Colonel's secret recipe. Here's your chicken news host, Grant Johnson. Uh,
0: Grant Johnson.
3: So, a has introduced um, their new chicken burgers. It's their first permanent menu item added in five years. Mm. The burger family's expanded. Um, so, they have uh, <laughs> these chicken crunchers, they, they're they called. So, there's okay. three of them. There's a Nashville hot chicken cruncher. Yeah. Um, there's a chubby chicken cruncher. And then the BLT chicken cruncher. So, mm-hmm. now, you know, pretty self-explanatory. BLT, chubby chicken and Everyone's Nashville. getting
2: into the chicken game.
3: Yeah, it's slowed down some. Uh, you don't hear as much about it anymore, right? But A um, and W. I've always liked the chubby chicken. I've always thought it's pretty, pretty good chicken. Say, I would have. I, I don't think I've I, ever. I, I gotten, find the, I find the A and W chicken dry. Do you? Know, I haven't had it in years, but I always I didn't mind the chubby chicken burger. I'm I not. Find it dry. I'm
2: not like going to A and W for chicken though. But I'll, no, no, I'll try I'd these. Go, I'd,
0: Go to I go to for a teen burger or an
3: uncle burger. Yeah, yeah I, I always get the teen burger, teen burger or the matzo burger for myself. Yeah, the matzo burger too. Yeah, actually, we had that um, spicy dill mama burger. They brought in some samples, and that was delicious too. You know what I haven't tried yet is the, uh, and I don't
2: know if it's still there, but they had the A and W um, root beer frosties or whatever. The oh yeah, the the the, the slushies. Did no, they did no, they have a no. float at one time? They got point? rid of
3: the floats. Though, no, I the think. float. No, this was this yeah. was this summer. They had like a specialty. They got rid like, of the floats, and they brought in these special frosty. Thing. Not frosties, but uh, I'm talking about I yeah.
2: meant to get one. Yeah, like iced root beer, right? Mm-hmm. I think they had a couple of different
3: flavors, but yep. there you go. They're, big news. This is go. across Some new the country. Chicken burgers at uh, AW, all across Canada. There you go. Three new chicken burgers. Let's Check do it do out, it.
0: everybody. And now, the locker room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. Okay, yesterday was the release of the the finale, uh, season finale of the Ahsoka Tano series. Uh, oh,
3: Ahsoka! Huh. Huh.
2: So yeah. that's eight episodes, That's number eight. Yes. Okay, and and
0: um, how long are they? I'm trying to wrap my uh, head they, around the idea of watching this. They range between
3: forty and fifty minutes. So uh, uh, can I ask a question? I saw a lot of people saying online that in order to fully understand the season finale of Uh, uh you have to watch Clone Wars?
0: Ah, uh, no. Because the thing is, is the way that they've done it throughout the series
3: is it built up. If you just watch the series, you'd, you'd catch on at oh, the yeah. end. I just saw a lot of people posting, like, hey, this is, if you didn't watch the Clone Wars, this is what this meant in the season finale. Like, there's, and, oh, some, okay. there's yeah. some stuff that being a nerd, Helps? Well, they do but, that on purpose with a lot of
2: things, Grant. because like, they they want to give well, the nerds something. Yeah.
3: Right. Because yeah, the what nerds I've heard from friends like is to lord it over this you. this series more than any of the others. Is it, way more? It like is you have very to watch nerdy. Cartoons and everything. Uh, it else. is very nerdy, but you can figure it
0: out without it. Like they uh, when they introduce something, they do somewhat of an explanation of it.
2: Okay. Hundreds maybe thousands of people watched
0: Jimmy it was watch huge. the yeah, huge. episode yeah. last night. It just overrun Facebook.
2: Yeah. Here's some audio from last night, Jimmy watching the final episode of Star Wars. What was
0: it called? It was called The Jedi, The Witch, and The Warlord. So there's
3: a lot of witchcraft in this one, eh? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The- really? <laughs> That's why it sounds weird.
0: I may, have, I
2: may have slowed it down a lot. Tour by the A whole hour of this. Can't believe I missed it. That's I,
0: I, can right, okay, send, well, I can send you the video.
2: No, what do you? What
0: are your final thoughts on this? They're, this latest they installment, ended, they definitely ended it. I'm not giving any spoilers. They definitely ended it. Like they can do a sequel. Everyone dies, but they also, uh, uh Dave Filoni, who's uh, who's the writer of this, uh, hinted a couple of months ago that he's doing a grand admiral thrawn movie so it's going to be an actual movie so this could lead into that but i'm pretty sure there's going to be a sequel a what grand admiral thrawn movie
2: (laughs) (laughs) grant have you ever heard of he's
0: he's not clone wars he's rebels
3: okay all right but yeah he's all blue
0: yeah, and I go back and
2: forth about whether or not I'm going to watch this and stuff like that just makes me know. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. G- Jimmy has ruined a lot of and, and I lo- listen, you I love your passion for this stuff, but you've ruined a lot of it for me. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch mm-hmm. this. I'm OK if you don't. You know what? He was mad when I wasn't going to watch one of them. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be. And you were angry. This one, you're not angry, which tell which is very telling in my
0: mind. No, because I know how cynical you are, and I'm not going to like this. Nerd. Am I? No, yeah, I, it's it, it, this. No, okay. Because you'll like Terry Clark once said, "You've got better things to do, Locke." <laughs> Cause you'll talk about it one day and then I'll have to fist fight you. All right, let's
2: move on. Bag Milk, how you doing, my friend?
1: Yeah, Martin. I
2: wanna start with a total sports donkey question, but there's a there's a reason behind it. Is there anybody that got sent down to the Condors in the last couple of days, three, four days, that you feel deserves another look that could end up taking a spot through the course of the season? I
1: I guess that's a dumb question. Yeah, we'll see what happens, obviously. But uh, the last couple of days ago, Seth Griffith, James Hamblin, and Xavier Borgo all got sent down. Mm -hmm. And you know whether or not they factor into the season is one thing but if there are recalls uh, especially on the right side that need to happen because of injuries or yeah. whatever um, a guy like James Hamblin he's already been called up to the Oilers a handful of times he's had a couple of co- cups of coffee here and there Xavier Borgo had a really strong showing in yeah. the preseason before being sent down he scored a couple of goals the night before he got sent down in uh, Seattle so i'm not i don't know where they would be necessarily on the Oilers call up list but they gave themselves a, a strong first impression in training camp and in the preseason, and ultimately, when you're a prospect, kind of trying to make the next step in your career, then that's really what you want. So, could they factor in down the line? Maybe I could see them being an injury recall. Sure. Yeah, that, that uh, Xavier can't yeah. look good. He's probably than uh, the line there. Fifty-four, yeah. and he, yeah, he's, bigger like that. he's bigger, bigger
2: too, right? Like he's a like he's he's got some meat on his bones.
1: The thing that I like about him is he's got the shot he's got already. Like, yeah. he's still a young kid. He's just starting his professional career down with the Condors, and he's already got a shot that you go, okay, well, if you keep working on this for, for a little bit, then yeah. that's going to be a sneaky. Plus, the nice thing for Xavier Borgo is he's a right handed winger. Yeah. And the Oilers are really short on skilled right handed wingers with on, on their depth chart. So, I mean, in terms of having an opportunity or a clear path to the NHL, if he keeps working, I, I think that he's got one. Yeah. I liked how he found
2: his spots. Like, he yeah. kind of snuck player. in. Yeah, smart, smart player. Yeah.
3: Um, do you think that Jack Campbell is uh, making them change their minds a little bit about the go- Like, what's going to go on with the goaltending situation? Is it 1-1-A sort of thing? Because mm-hmm. Campbell looked really good in his two preseason games.
1: Well, the thing, too, about Campbell is, so the win that he had in Calgary... He was playing essentially behind the Bakersfield Condors, and he shut the door on the Flames, what was basically their... You know, most of their starting roster. So that one was just, he just went in there and stole it. And then against the Kraken, he just was solid and steady and he handled yeah. his business and he made big saves when he needed to. So, to answer the question, Grant, we were talking about this on my podcast, Weather Station Radio, yesterday. It's kind of like, do you start the season with Campbell in Vancouver, you know, on the road, a little less pressure mm-hmm. on him, he says he's feeling good, and then come back to Skinner for the home opener? maybe that's something they do, mm. but ultimately we were talking about it yesterday. How do you split the games between the goaltenders? And my guess, obviously, I don't know. Woodcroft should ask my opinion. I'm waiting <laughs> for the call. I think it's going to be a lot more even than maybe we thought. Yeah. And I think I don't know that it's going to be split down the middle 50-50 necessarily. That seems ridiculous, but like, I feel like it's not going to be Skinner playing 50, Campbell playing 30. I think it's going to be more of an even split than that. And the way Jack Campbell's playing so far in the preseason, he's earning that opportunity. And you know? we called
2: it right here on this segment when we were talking about his trip to Costa Rica yeah it's that vacation, vacation. <laughs> <You> got
3: <relax.
2: laughs> to relax you relax, relax you, you he's, kind of he's back hinted at it but i have it actually in front of me to talk to you cuz i have no idea how is woodcroft comparatively speaking to other coaches and maybe even past coaches in the Oilers organization with respect to handling goalie issues because a lot of coaches they live and die by how they handle their goalies, right? And, yeah, totally. Yeah. And is he, where is he in that conversation?
1: Well, even I think about, so the thing that I've always liked about Jay Woodcroft, and I think that this, he's just a player's coach, is no matter what the performance is, whether it's a goaltender, whether it's somebody on D or up front, he's never going to throw them under the bus, ever. And then you would go back to even, say, Dave Tippett right before him. There were some instances uh, late in Lane and Miko Koskinen's time with Edmonton where he just wasn't great, and Tippett threw him under the bus. Yeah. Oh, I so remember I, those. Yeah. I think that if you have a goaltender kind of like Jack Campbell, who we know, he's a sweetheart of a guy, and he seems to be a nice dude and all that kind of thing, I think he needs a little bit of a softer touch. So I think Woody is probably the guy for it. Hmm. I don't know that carving him up after a bad performance <laughs> is going to do anything positive for him. Um but ultimately, I think that Jay Woodcroft is going to handle it as best he can, and that's by taking the soft approach and having the soft touch. Okay.
3: Flames are here tonight. Um, Battle of Alberta preseason edition. Do you think the Battle of Alberta is going to be decent this year, or the Flames going to suck?
1: I hope so. <laughs> well, first of all, I hope so to both of those questions. Um if the flames suck, it makes me very happy. I think that they are a horrible organization with a trash fan base and they deserve to suck. Um, but ultimately the league is more fun when both teams are it good. Is, so what yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. actually hoping for is yeah, it'd be great to have some Battle of Albertas that are a little bit spicy again. Mm-hmm. Get them going, maybe line it up for another playoff appearance. Like that was so much fun a couple oh of years ago, and the fact that we hadn't done it in decades was just it added to the hype. And then the Flames missed last year, so I'm hoping that they're going to be better to make it more interesting. Because ultimately, the they league is just, more fun when the Battle of Albertas good. They just missed last year too. Like it was, they they
2: they could have. There was that conversation about how Mm -hmm. it could have worked out, where we could have had a a playoff round against the play Anyway, what? Yeah, I'm hoping
1: for it. Like it'd be great. What are your thoughts
0: on uh, the Nickelback Heritage Classic? well, it doesn't get
3: more Alberta than that, does it? I, mean,
1: I saw it this morning. I'm like, of course. It had to that's be what Nickelback. That's I said too.
3: I was like, that's you know, the only band that could play this show. It had to be.
1: Who else are you going to do? It can't oh, be Katie, Katie Lang. Lang. Come on, guys. <laughs> it can't be Katie Lang, you know? had to be Nickelback. And, you know, like, you saw the content they made with Connor and Leon earlier in the summer from whatever camp that was. It you just, knew
2: that was happening, yeah.
1: It, it felt like this was the move, Yeah. And I'm into it. I, they're going to put on a good show. They're going to do Nickelback things, and we're all going to love it, and gonna be
2: great. There'll be some flames. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
1: there What's you go. That? Bag Milk,
2: Oilers Nation, thank you for your time. Did you have one last thing you wanted to say? Uh, go Oilers.
0: <laughs>
2: the Locker Room. So last night, again, I always hate these conversations mm-hmm. because I realize when I'm saying them out loud about... How emasculating it is, <laughs> <laughs> so my wife does all the painting mm-hmm. she is just way better at it. she is her attention to detail, and so over the years um i will I will do sort of the prep work and then
3: she will do the painting. I think that's pretty common. is that common? yeah, I think that um it's a pink job you know is t- it a pink job I think so it's the it's the attention to detail, yeah. And like if I'm painting them, you know, I just uh, there's enough. gonna you're, you're trying to yeah. do it as quickly as possible. Paint My wife everywhere. Just, like we just renovated our kitchen and and I hung the drywall, did all that, mudded and everything, and then she painted. She painted yeah, most of you it. You did the mudding, eh? Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah, I, I that's did it. not easy. No, I didn't do a great job on it, um, <laughs> but I did it years it was... ago. I used to do it for okay. radio. But... So.
2: Uh, So she, we want to paint the back stairs. We've got Green Tree coming in next week to do the... Our backyard okay we bought this new place and the landscaping's not done in the back mm-hmm. so we're we having perfect uh we're we're getting a piece of turf for the uh, dog yeah, <laughs> we're yeah not you, putting, need... you, you can't grow grass back no. there have you seen my back it's there? small yeah, it's it's too small yeah. it, and the fences are too high anyway yeah. and we we want the dog to be able to take a dump on something so <laughs> it's
0: and to there's so much mud back there that if you, yeah, you have, have them have back to do, there...
2: We have to do something. Yep. So they're going to put crush stuff, and it's going to drain and blah, 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 right? But the, the the deck's not... It's covered, but it's not finished, mm-hmm. right? There's lots of stuff that just isn't finished when you bought, when you move into a newer build, right? So she's painting it, and she found this paint that's really... There's a lot going on here in this story because mm-hmm. none of this has anything to do with what I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. But she found this paint that's supposed to be grittier, and anyway, so she's working on that last couple of days. So I said, "Well, I'll cook," which tends to have its own implications. Yeah. And um, she was on the phone with my Hope daughter. Hot
3: dogs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she was actually it was make good food, so it's, oh, it's okay. instructions a piece so of it it's, together. I, it's a, it, usually don't screw it up it too It can bad. be done
0: for uh, idiots can do it.
2: Yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm cooking and I'm I put the, a piece of fish in. Mm-hmm. She was on the phone with with my with my daughter and and her husband, my my son in law, and uh, and so they heard me squealing in the kitchen. <laughs> because I splashed oil on the inside Oh yeah. it no burn there, right? Eh? So anyway, um I did not know this. Did you know this? Cuz I ran right to the tap right away. Yeah, and don't do that. Ca- she came in and and
3: like uh, Jake we used to be in a kitchen and and so he was like, "No, no, no, don't put cold water on <laughs> it." Did you know that? I have now that you say it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have heard that, but I would have done the same thing as you. I had, you know. it,
2: I had it cold. He it goes, no, 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 warm. Not mm-hmm. hot, but warm. And, and then it was it, the other thing that he gave me, the other piece of advice that I didn't know was, and it just seems so counterintuitive. WD-40. <laughs> <laughs> not, not wd <laughs> No, um, Vaseline. Oh okay, covered it in Vaseline. Did, did you know that? Nah. Yeah, because uh,
0: you can use Vaseline on burns, like uh, like sunburns.
2: I
3: had no idea. stuff I didn't like know.
0: that. No. Yeah, none. Anyway, so it's you're
3: scarred for life. But well, I don't go. know if that. Do you think that's I got one sc- on my? Is that going to scar? I don't know. It's gone away now. Oh no, I still got a burn there. You can see it in the camera yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, I was I was cooking something in the oven, and I didn't open oh, the I door enough because I didn't want the dog was standing there, and I didn't want him getting too close, so I just stuck my arm in, and and then I burnt the bottom of my arm, and then I slammed my arm up and burnt the top of it. (laughs) (laughs) Double Uh,
2: whammy. That that, that boiling uh, grease, though, splashing up on the back of my arm, eh?
3: that Mm freaking hurt. I had a friend who worked at, uh, what's the fish and chips place? joey's joey's yeah and he burnt himself on the fryer one time it splashed all over his face (gasps) and everything yeah what was his nickname after that (laughs) bernie no
0: you're horrible
2: that's the worst
0: (laughs) (laughs) one-eyed Larry and
2: (laughs) Death Colin or something like that
0: you've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast congrats you just lost five IQ points catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM brought to you by Arden Roof Systems